It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. In my mind, they said... You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful. show two birds one stoner we're out here just hashing out issues around america and trying to get things right trying to figure things out and i got a special guest to introduce that individual in a minute as they have a very sentimental value to everything everything well everything but anything or anyway whatever one that is i'm not sure yet but anywho, we should probably do our station identification that's right this show two birds one stoner brought to you by the great and wonderful wake and bake america radio that's internet's home to cannabis if you'd like to get your show on wake and bake america radio and or be part of the pro- broadcast send in your comments email us info at wake the letter in bake america show.com that's info at wake the letter in bake america show.com right here at wake and bake america radio where internet's home for cannabis radio so two birds and one stoners real simple folks we hash out the issues of the day we simply get to the bottom of what's what we you know we try to we try to really you know give you that real life you know point of view of, of what something is so every week that we do the show we want to bring you one cannabis subject and of course we want to bring you something that's you know popping in the news something that's crazy in the news something that's awkward in the news, something that's going on in the news is just different, right? And we want to bring that to you. We want you to be part of that. Now, right now, I do want to do a quick shout out. Got to show a little love to my girl over at Sam's Creations. Now, you know, everybody loves great food, creativity, cannabis creations, and much, much more. Everybody loves the hell out of it. But you got to get the right edibles at the right time. You got to do it the right way. And there's only one way to do that. And that's at Sam's Creations. So give her a call at 719-283-1701. That's 719-283-1701. Give Sam's Creation a call. Hey, it's Scotty Pippen checking in on the live feed. Scotty Pippen, why don't you join the show through the call-in? Uh, email I just sent you because well, actually I don't know can you hit that little button with the little red dot on it right there yep hit that button mm-hmm. and then I'll hit that button mm-hmm. next time I'm gonna definitely have I'm gonna have to make sure now hit that button mm-hmm. now I'm gonna definitely have to make sure that uh, I decide to do this show a little different next time and what I mean by that is is just make sure the camera's close enough that I can actually do that <laughs> I set it up as if the boys were in the studio to help me, but I do have somebody in the studio to help me. We're going to get to him in a second. We got Scotty Pimpin holding on the request line, wanting to check in too. We're holding for him. So he's literally frozen. I don't know if he's really frozen or fake frozen. It could be both. It could be both. I don't know. So let's do this. We are going to go ahead and get into, first off, um, don't forget Sam's Creations. Check her out on Instagram, Facebook. That's Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. Scotty Pimpin, you ain't really coming through. You're just timing out. You might have to join the show via the request line. And you can get, find us on the oh, – no, there he is. He's just driving down the street. So you can get on the request line at podbean.com. Just look up wake-in-bake America and You can join the show on the live call-in line right from the Internet. You don't even need a phone. You can technically call in from a computer. You just – Gotta have headphones. I mean, I'd imagine you'd probably need that, um, or at least a built-in microphone. Now, 
to my very special guest today. I'd like to welcome in none other than C4. You've heard him before on Blunt Football Talk. He is the kid with the youth, with the sleuth of all the stats and what's happening, papping in football. But he's also been there for every single broadcast I've ever done in my entire life. Um, he's been there a long way. He was there the first day I showed up at the doorstep for Flames football. First day I showed up at the doorstep at Caradio. He was there when I, he, he, we did a show called uh, 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 The Doc, Mr. Trey, and Kid Cannabis, which not was like not, it was just one single show. And it was about the day in the life of a kid whose dad is a medical cannabis patient or a pothead. And um, the best part about that show, we were just talking about it this morning. I said, the one thing you did on that show is without anyone saying anything to you in that studio, you said... Oh, my dad does all kinds of stuff with me no matter what he's doing. And, he, and then he said something along the lines of, but my mom, she drinks and she doesn't really do much with me. And I was like, ha-ha. <laughs> now, also joining us on the show via the Wake and Bake studio line, I hear a Scotty Pimpin in the backdrop. How you doing, buddy? What's up? What's up? Oh, my. What's up? Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, you sound terrible. You probably can't call a radio show this way going down the street. But, um, oh, man, we'll have to get Scotty back in here when he's coming through a little cleaner. Unfortunately, we just got a terrible connection. Uh, we, can, we, we can't make out what he's saying, but I know he said what's up, which was good enough for me. What's up was good enough for me because I was like, what's up? And then Scotty was like, what's up? And then I was like, what's up? And if you're not from the 90s, you might not know what that means. And that's on you, okay? Uh-oh. Yeah, that's on you. So, let's do this. Um, maybe we can get Scotty Pimpin back in to say hi. Uh, try the call-in line, Scotty. Maybe that'll work. Or maybe once you get where you're going, um, call in for a second. We'll get you back in here. In the meantime, what's up, C4? Yo. I'm really excited that you came up for launch weekend because this was unplanned. This was unplanned. This was not planned to have him in the studio. And, uh, but I think that he can give us some insight into that young man, that young, that young man thinking on our second subject today, which is that contract. What contract? We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, let's get into our first and primary story today, cooking with Keith. Now, let me tell you something. I am a bit of a chefinado. When it comes to cooking with Keith. And anybody who ever sees the video of this is gonna see how arrogantly I just fluttered my eyelids because that's how good I am. I love to cook with food, uh, with cannabis. I have been experimenting with cooking with cannabis, I would say roughly. Um, I, I'll, I'll be very honest with you guys. When I was just like a, a, a pothead, stony, crusty dude, you know, you know, selling pot to my friend, you know, let me be honest, you know, uh, you know, we're way past uh, uh, statutes of limitations. So selling pot to my friends in college when it wasn't okay <clears throat> and in high school, buying pot from people and, you know, that whole enterprise. And it was very, it was, it was, um, but I wasn't really into edibles. Every once in a while I'd come across a good edible or whatever, but I wasn't really into them. Okay. And then something changed. What that is, you'll have to find out after the break. No, I'm just playing. We're not doing a break. Two Birds, One Summers comes to you commercial free. Now, um, we're not commercial free in a sense of like there are commercials, but when we're live, it's actually commercial free. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys that like <clears throat> we love what we love what we do. We're excited to bring the show to you. I think that it's time that, that that someone sat down with you that's like you. I think that you got so many people trying to prove that they're right about everything in cannabis, about everything in news, about everything in the world. And even sometimes I've been guilty of even trying to do that. So I'm bringing you a new show that's really a conversation um, of, of 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 open ideals. You know, like I don't want to tell you what Lamar should do with this contract, you know, C4. I want you and I to have a conversation about what are good ideas for Lamar. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to tell people how you should or will cook with Keith, although I will tell you that you will decarboxylate or you will be wasting your time. I don't want to get into this. That guy was crazy. But what I am saying is, is, is that at the end of the day, um, that is, there are some steps that you have to, you know, you have to, you have to follow. I mean, that's just the end of it. That's right. And with that bell, let's get right to it. So I think that first off, we should all, you know, we should all pretend to be totally lunatic news people and go, full disclosure, today on Two Birds, One Stoner, I'm drinking medicated coffee, full disclosure. 
That's how they sound on the news anymore. It's fucking pathetic. But anyway, so I just want to tell you guys that so I have made some medicated coffee. Now, um, I'm not in the, I'm not into things that take forever all the time. So, you know, there's a process to cooking with Keith. I bet you don't know any of it. No one can see you shake your head, man. No. <laughs> ah, fucking rookies. All right. So um, I had to tell Kimmy that all the time back when she first started raising. I'd be like, babe, no one can see you shaking your head. You're like, you need to say yes. <laughs> so um, when you cook with cannabis, guys, um, I want to tell y'all, hold on. Let me get to the call in lines just in case I've almost forgot to pay attention. To that. So when you're cooking with cannabis and you're calling into the show, you just got to go to Podbean, just for the record. But when you're cooking with cannabis, guys, I think you have to understand that it, there is a, there is a process. There's a way. It, it's, there's a there's a good way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. Um, and then there's the. I think that the problem is is that people always want to tell you to cook what they cook because oh, do this, man. Like, bro, just make my brownies, bro. And they're like, dude, just make my brownies, dude. And I'm like, bro, maybe I want to make a fucking you know saute with Brazilian spices and you know lamb bitch like fuck so sometimes you have to know that cooking with cannabis it's okay to laugh it's it's funny um cooking with cannabis is genuinely a, a art it's a sport it is fun it is exciting and while there is a process to get the cannabis prepared to cook with it and we're going to cover that here in a second there is a process to that a scientific method if you would right that will um create the, the excitement and the molecules and we're going to get into the science of that here in a second but i just wanted to tell you guys that the what you can make with cannabis what you can cook with cannabis the food you can you can you can come up with the creativity is endless i mean endless 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 yes you might have a great recipe for cannabis but i'm telling you right now grandma's way don't fucking work with weed try this oh i thought i had a good idea hey go ahead and hey we've got a caller we've got a live caller check it out um so i i'm personally the kind of person that i'm like yeah let's go ahead and um uh uh uh, uh. Let's go ahead and let's let, let's when we're cooking with cannabis, uh, uh, we must have they must have not gotten through if it, it, it's all it's a process. It's a process, folks. But when you're cooking with cannabis, um while the while the the the, the, the So when you're cooking with cannabis, the biggest thing you want to do is is as um uh 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 you want to make sure that you follow the scientific process to prepare the cannabis. But once prepared, where you go from there, where you go from there is, you know what I'm saying? So once you're prepared and you have your cannabis fully ready in a stage or scientific process that we like to call decarboxylation that many people will screw up trying to say because it's just fun to mess up. You know, the word's almost as fun to mess up as it is to say, welcome back, Scotty Pimpin. I see stuff. I sip his nose, though. I don't know how I feel about that. But um, Scotty Pippen back on the show. We're talking about cooking with cannabis. You probably knew that. Look, uh, I don't, I'm not a professional, but I'll tell you what. I have eaten. What were those tacos? I can't remember. They were like a pork taco oh, that you made. I took uh, pork chops, and then I marinated and grilled them, and then turned them into taco meat. Oh, my goodness. And I'll tell you what that thing was strong and it doesn't take much for me and i believe that the more body fat you have on your body the more the edible will affect you uh i believe it it, it attaches easier to fat cells so like uh, i feel like you're 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 healthy shaming me <laughs> so you might need a little bit more than me i don't know you might need a little more i don't fat. know is that what you're saying? According to my <laughs> cholesterol levels, that's a lie, no matter how skinny I am. <laughs> but I also believe that edibles are the way that we're actually supposed to be consuming this product. Uh -huh. uh, I don't really believe that it was put here for us to roll up in a blunt and to smoke and to harm our lungs. Uh, but when you eat and consume uh, THC, it's so much better. It's so much healthier for you. So it's really the way to go. If you can find a way to, you know, do it like Trey does it and kind of cut back on some of that flour intake, you'll be healthier because of it. I mean, honestly, the crowd, the crowd, the crowd supports you. Everybody gets pulled up. Hey, we're about to have to wait a while now. 
there's literally nobody here when I got here and everybody just pulled up. I see them grabbing their cards, ready to go into We are in Colorado, by the way. Hey, if I don't you're know worried, are- yeah, if you're worried about sponsorship violations, I got to tell you, we're wide open here, baby. Where are you at? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm actually right now sitting in front of Green Farms oh, in Colorado okay. Springs. Hit me with some streets. They got some really yummy stuff, so we're gonna find out. Hit me with some streets. Some streets. Uh, we're right over here next to the Citadel Mall, actually. So if you go on the food court side, go over there by where the pool hall is on the other side. What is this? Uh, Galleon Academy. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a winner. The crowd approves. It's a winner. We're gonna find out. You know, if you happen to be here, I just wanted to stop by. I appreciate what you're doing here. Two birds, one stoner. Wake up, make America. Pop in every once in a while because I love you, man. Have a good day. It doesn't always have to be one stoner. It's just a conceptual name. That's it. Nothing more. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) <laughs> it's always good to have friends, guys. It's always good to have friends, especially in Warzone. That's one good friend to have. That guy, he gets me dubs. This guy barely gets me a dub once in a blue moon when I have the sun shining on my dog ass. That's it. Nothing more. <laughs> so, uh, real quick here, before we get too far and too ahead of ourselves, I did want to give a shout out to Rebel Hair Art. You know, when it comes to the colors, cuts, hair, trim, this, that, and that. When you want to look fly, baby, fly for the summer. You got to find the right person in the summer. And that's Jamie. Promise never to sing that again. Jamie. Just lied. So, anyway, it's Rebel Hair Art, 719-262-9011 for your next hair session. That's right. Check her out at 14... <laughs> you might want to get the address right, asshole. Check her out at 4709 North Academy Boulevard. Or you can call Jamie at Rebel Hair Art. That's 719-762-9011. That's 719-762-9011 for your next hair sesh. So, even though I'm keeping it clean on the show because we have a young bro in here, but, um, oh, snap, you know what? Oh, if he wants to join the show... You know, Chris, I said, I don't, I, I got to get your email again so I can start sending you the link to actually call into the show through the call in thing. But, you know, Chris Watkins, man, Michigan, he's got a show coming. He's revamping my old show, High Tide Stick from Florida. Yeah, but he's taking it north, folks. He's taking it northern to Michigan, to the Great Lakes, out of the salt waters of Florida, to the sweet waters of Michigan. Oh, I just smashed my leg. So, this show is live, folks, so there's no turning back. I didn't smash my leg. Uh, you know, Chris, of course, if you want to join the show, just hit the little link to join the show. In the meantime, um, you can check him out later uh, when he's ready to launch that show. Don't forget Scotty Pippen, too. He got him and his wife coming out with a show. Um, Moonlight Convo. Moonlight Convo, I think, is what it is. I'm probably screwing that up. You can drop it in the feed, Scotty. I'll give it a shout out. You know that. I probably screwed it up. I'd be messing everybody's show name up. Um, we also have a new show out of Michigan, uh, Control Alt Throw Against Wall. See, I even I thought there was a the in there for the longest time, and there's not. It's just Throw Against the Wall or Throw Against Wall. Yeah. Control Alt Throw Against Wall. Um, you can check those guys out on, uh, of course, right here on Wake and Bake America Radio. Uh, they got a new episode up right now available on the podcast servers that you love. You, we're available on all of it. iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. We're on, uh, uh, what's that really pop? Spotify, iTunes. We're on all of it. Just look for Wake-In-Bake-America Show and get into the convo. You know what it is. Now, callers, if you want to get in on the show, you got comments about cooking with Keith. I'm all for your ideas because I love cooking with Keith. We got another caller. We're going to get to that caller in just a second. In the meantime, my my first suggestion is that you decarboxylate. And I'm going to bring in the mad professor from Michigan to tell you about that here in a second. But I'm just going to tell you that one of my favorite things to do is to have some pre decarboxylated keef because it breaks down in coffee really well because it's already really fine and uh, it, so after you decarboxylate it you throw it in the, in, in the hot coffee while it's brewing and that helps release those oils from the plant matter that, of the minimal plant matter that is there from the keef um, but it does release those oils you'll see the oils floating right on top of the cup of coffee the actual plant matter sinks to the bottom if you're not into that pulpy taste then what you do is you just don't drink that last little few drops me on the other hand I'm full spectrum consumption so I just 
just fucking chug it and eat shit on the plant. Um, it is what it is, you know. So let's do this, though. I see a man in a beanie in front of me on video, which means we've got a caller. It's Chris, the bad professor from Michigan. And let's talk about the most scientific part about this. I'm so glad your time is impeccable, my friend. But let's get into the science of it all. And the scientific part of this is the decarboxylation process, because that's where you're actually activating the THC. Give us a little scientifics on it. What's up, Trey? How's it going? I am living my life, buddy. How are you? I'm good. So, oh, he got us in the grow. We in the grow. Hold on. Yep, this is uh, the breeding room. The breeding room? Hold on. I've got a great, great, hold on. Here we go. Okay. Now. It looks bad. Now, now you show the plants. Perfect. Okay. Anybody who's not seeing this on video, you've missed out. But anyway, for those of you that are want to see us on video, remember that the videos are live on Wake and Bake. It's at Wake in Bake America Radio on Instagram. On Instagram, and you can also see the show later at the Wake and Bake America Radio uh, YouTube page. Just go to Wake and Bake America Radio on YouTube, and you can see the show video live later. But right now, we're live on Wake and Bake America's radio Instagram. It's two birds one stoner with your boy mr trey and probably the only dude that has been here longer than you chris is in the studio today that's right c4 is in the studio he's been with me since he was a child because he's my kid and now he's 17 and here he is for the launch of another radio show with me because i told him i said it'd be pretty cool if you, if you did this show with me because we just you've always been there Oh, more than any sibling, more than any friend, family member, anything. You've, you've really been there since back in my sportscasting days before I even knew Chris. Chris has got Cammy beat, and then Cammy has everyone else beat, and that's pretty much the story. Uh, right. But like you were saying, decarboxylation is a very important process, especially depending on how you plan on using your uh, cannabis. Awesome. And like you were saying, when you decarboxylate, it activates the THC compound in the cannabis to allow you to ingest it and catch that body high. Yeah. See, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you start floating, I'm already feeling good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting ready to fire off a lot of research here in Michigan. Uh, MSU and Northwestern University are all getting into the new research programs that the government is releasing. Oh, okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. So when I decarboxylate my friend, whether I'm doing hard flour or keef, I generally will do it. Um, first off, I grind it up or I use, you know, already pre sifted keef and I will put the temperature at 245. I do it for about 40 minutes, you know, maybe 42 or 41 or whatever if it's just a little bit cakier or thicker you know um so you can make sure you get it all the way through done but um that's all i do and then after that it's pretty much ready to either be infused into oil added directly into food directly into drink i use mine like almost like like when i eat spaghetti i just sprinkle it on there right with the with the italian season you don't even know the difference i mean i know the difference yeah a lot of the times um like if you're gonna cook with it like a an herb or a seasoning you don't really have to decarboxylate because the decarboxylation process will happen as you're cooking it okay so i just overdo everything like per usual well you you're not not necessarily that you're overdoing it but you want to be careful because if you try to decarboxylate too long you'll actually hurt the thc compound this is why i like to add the like my keef into um uh, did your timer go off or something yeah it's a light cycle <laughs> is it time for the keys to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> not so, quite yet um but yeah so like I like say I, I keep mine already pre-done, and I think the reason why is because I'm like um, I never know when I'm gonna just pop a edible or whatever, right? I'm not always in the mood for like a piece of candy or a cupcake or a brownie, right? So sometimes like at, like in the morning before work, I'll just have me a, a, a cup of of like I said, I'll sprinkle my 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 keef in there. Um, I've I've tried it with like uh, ground up flour that's been decarboxylated. Not a fan. Um, just too too pulpy, too chunky, if you would. Um, Feel like I gotta eat my coffee. 
Um, if, if if you decarboxylate your flour and then put your flour in with the coffee grounds as it's percolating, that will actually work just as good. So I feel like the reason I throw it in the cup directly is because I, I want to eat the whole plant. <laughs> right? I'm for real. Like people are just like, why don't you like strain that or sift that? And I'm like, hell no, I'm eating that whole damn plant. Whatever's there, bro. The whole nugget. Well, yeah. Well, mainly for the people that don't really like the strong cannabis taste. You know, if you filter a little don't. bit more, you're gonna you're gonna get some of the fine particulate plant matter like that it. you normally wouldn't. I like it. I do. I actually do like it. I like the I like the the, the plant matters. You know. Somebody out there right now is like, you know what, Trey? You seriously just you Trey. <laughs> um, I will tell you though that if you like the not so weed tasting version of food, you should definitely check out Sam's Creations, guys, because she's somebody who really does uh, pride herself on uh, shroom edibles and cannabis edibles that um, where you're not going to be tasting a lot of the flavor. Now, can you get rid of it all? No. Um, you know, like I tell people, you're literally cooking with a fungus. Remember that when you're cooking with psilocybin. So keep in mind that when you're cooking with a fungus, it's a little hard to get rid of all of the fungus flavor, as I say. Um, but can you make something taste really good and minimize the amount of flavor you taste? Yeah. I can't tell you anything oh, else. Yeah. I'm not selling her secrets. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're never going to get it all out. <laughs> never. All right. Well. I'll tell you what, Chris, I really appreciate you coming by. I really appreciate you saying hi and then staying high. And then more importantly, being my guy. Hey, um, when you're ready for your show, I'm excited for you. So keep me posted. We are going to get ready to move into football, but I did want to tell people like, tell Chris, tell them you can pretty much cook, put, put cannabis in anything. I was going to make some jello today. Oh yeah. And then I did. Yeah. I, mean, I was gonna. And if you're not someone that's into making your own edible products, you can get them from most dispensaries. I mean, they have water-soluble THC nowadays. Right. Even CBD. Facts. All right. Well, Chris. So, I mean, you, sorry, go ahead. My bad. You can, you can even get the water-soluble and put it right in your, your workout water. Oh, yeah. I put my, your protein. I put uh, Keith in my protein shake right along with my kale and everything. You don't even taste it. It, yeah. it tastes so much like damn kale and peanut butter. You don't even taste that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, thanks again, as always, for stopping by. You've always been um, outside of my literal family. You are that guy that has always been part of every project since I started really cannabis radioing. Um, and so I just wanted to say thank you again for being part of this uh, little fun little show. Um, funny you sh you stopped by, but we were talking about the Doc, Mr. Trey, and the Kid Cannabis episode where he threw his mom under the bus for not spending time with him and drinking. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, it, it's been a joy the whole time I've been with you and hanging out and doing these shows. Um, it, it's great to be able to spread the word and get the right type of information out there for people to be more informed or more correctly informed. Yep, I agree. And I, th again, can't thank you enough for being part of the show as always. Have a great rest of your weekend, Chris. Uh, and as always, stay high, bro. <laughs> you, bro. Thanks, man, for stopping by. Chris Watkins, everybody. East Coast Weed Pimp, coming to you live out of Michigan. Um, great guy, guys, I'm telling you. This guy gets weed. They call him, I call him the Mad Professor. They call him the Mad Professor. He's a genetic specialist and can create plants that you can only dream of being together. Well, guys, that's our segment on cooking with Keith. We got to pause for a second for a quick station identification. Then we're going to get right back to our next segment. And oh man, are we going to get into it? That contract. What are we talking about? That contract. But first, let's pause real quick for station identification. If you got a comment, you want to tag your take red on the show, then you got to reach out to the right place. That's right. Info at wake the letter in bake America show, and we'll get your comments back to your favorite show. That's info at wake the letter in bake America show.com. So stop by. You're listening to Wake and Bake America radio on the internet. That's the internet's home for cannabis radio.
right, so we got to move on. Next topic, Pop. It's about to get crunk in here. Um, what am I talking about? All of it. What am I meaning? Everything. I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't know. What do I mean? All of it. What am I saying? Everything. Um, no, we got to get into that contract, man. And so, as we get into the second half of the show, we're going to be breaking down something that we find interesting, you know? And so, when it comes to rookie mistakes, is Lamar Jackson making a rookie mistake by not having an agent? That's been a question. Is he um, self-imploding by representing himself and being his own agent? Is this the problem with Lamar Jackson in the first place, right? What's the real deal here? And then how come the contracts, who said what, and whose feet have finally been planted firmly in the ground? All that from a stoner's perspective right now on Two Birds and One Stoner with your boy, Mr. Trey. You can find me on Instagram at M-I-S-T-A-T-R-E. You can find the radio station on Instagram at Wake the Letter N Make America Radio. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast servers, wake dash in dash fake America Radio. Look us up, guys. We're your favorite stoner radio station, home to your favorite cannabis podcast from the original AMFM, America's first weed radio show. Wake and Make America show has brought you all of this. Now, that show may not be around anymore, folks, but who is still around is us and you, and let's do this. So, we're going to move in. Check the caller line. Nothing on the caller line. We got our, 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 got all the caller lines checked. So, let's get right back into it. And uh, let's get right back into our next segment. And, you know, I got to be honest with you. I got a big Uh-oh. when it comes to Lamar contract. Straight up. Uh-oh. Somebody's in trouble, especially after what happened this week. So on Monday, C4, uh, Lamar on Monday, what he did was get your hands off the table. You just, you can't be trusted. (laughs) Just don't touch anything and you're good. Just, (laughs) just lean forward and speak and you're fine. (laughs) God. Rookie! Somebody go get this rookie out of here. Who sent him in here? Who allowed this guy? It's fair So, um, when it comes to rookie mistakes, like you're making all across the board today there, buddy. Welcome back to the studio. I've been here a while, huh? You haven't been here since season three of, of Blunt Football Talk. We are, we already, or no, I'm sorry, season two. You, you didn't come for any episodes of season three. So you haven't been here since season two of Blunt Football Talk since the, since the Rams won the Super Bowl. So you haven't been here for a while. Um, school is fun, being a kid's great. Uh, and now you're back and you're almost, you're like at that almost adult age, right? I start paying bills, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and we want, I wanted to get your perspective real quick here on Lamar Jackson's contract as you're like kind of that young man crowd. And I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that uh, grown ass man crowd. And so from a grown ass man perspective, there, there is a healthy balance that you have to find between doing your job and getting paid what you're worth, getting paid your worth. That's grown man business. But what are the young men saying about Lamar, Lamar's contract? What's the young man's thinking on Lamar's contract? C4. Mm. The Ravens lose, no the, matter what. The Ravens lose, no matter what. Why is this, sir? Because Lamar's proven. Okay, you know what? I agree, though. Actually, I do agree that Lamar's proven in that sense because um, you have to look at a couple things. Okay, I didn't do that one. That one's not on me. I did not do that one. Anyway, um, but you got to ask. You know, you got to look at big things. Is Lamar a dual threat quarterback? Yeah. Um, is Lamar a MVP? Is Lamar um, under fucking 30? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can keep going. There's just so much wrong right now, in my opinion. Just humble, but still true and honest opinion. There's so much wrong with me watching... For instance, the Jets go after a 39-year-old uh, Aaron Rodgers discount COVID toe and then not even think like, you know, he doesn't have to know we were looking at another bitch at the club. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of mentality. Like, I, it's not, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you, just don't get caught talking to her, right? Ha, ha, ha. 
So that's the position that the Baltimore or that the um, Jets are in on this one. But the question becomes is where does Lamar go? There's only, you know, it's, 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 it's absurd to me. It's absurdity to me that Aaron Rodgers is okay with throwing a tantrum, which I agreed with the tantrum because of how the Packers treated him to get his money. Aaron Rodgers is okay with doing that. But the minute a 26 year old MVP says, I want to set my kids, 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 kids up for the next three generations. Pay me. I'm worth it. You make billions off of me. I just want some of that in millions, preferably hundred millions. <laughs> The facts, C4. The Baltimore Ravens offered Lamar Jackson $133 million in guaranteed. That is Lamar saying that. That has been confirmed. The Baltimore Ravens have not offered him any more than that in guaranteed money. That's less guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson, who has over 20 sexual assault allegations against him. That's less than Kyler Murray, who just tore his ACL and is five foot ten. Let's be honest on why I love it. Y'all don't have to love that he's a, a shorter quarterback. I love it because he looks like me and balls like a motherfucker. I love watching him. Any play for my team. He's not 39 years old like Aaron Rodgers, you know. I mean. He, you, you just have to start tacking all these things in and going, okay, what's the real deal here? What is the real deal here with Lamar? You know what I mean? What is that real deal? You know what I mean? What does that mean? What is this? Why? Right? Why? That's what I always say. Um, so it comes to me and I say to myself, okay, this is simple. Lamar Jackson I, I don't understand why you, like, first off, if you're pissed off for both Lamar and Aaron Rodgers, then I get you. If you're against both Lamar and Aaron Rodgers, I get you. If you are for Aaron or Lamar and you are not for the other quarterback getting his chickens too, I don't understand you. I don't understand you. I start to ask questions like the race card. I'm like, is this dude like not back in Aaron because he's a white guy? Or is this dude not back in Lamar because he's a black guy? And why are you back in the other guy? And I mean, this can't just be a football team thing. You know what I mean? So I ask those questions because I think they're honest questions. I've always said that as a broadcaster, that those are honest questions. Why does the fanfare back one guy and not the other one? I'm going to tell you that. Aaron throwing his tantrum this year is frustrating for me, although I, I get how they basically cheated on him with Aaron Love. Then um, they dunked on him after he had won an MVP. Uh, then they kicked that field goal when they should have let him score the game-winning touchdown. So Tom Brady ended up going to the Super Bowl and winning that year. You know what I'm saying? So things just kept going wrong. And then after at the end of it, Aaron took you for the chickens. Straight up, Aaron took you for the chickens. And then you're mad that he's leaving. I get it now because he's got the he, he's fleecing you for money. But in all fairness, maybe he should have because of how the hell you treated him. And so too often, because of we're fans and we want to see our team succeed, too often we turn on the player, the product. You're not there because Robert fucking Kraft shows up to a fucking stadium, people. You're there because of every goddamn person that he employs that's on the field. Let that sink in. So first off, we have to conceptualize, hey, Maybe we should be for both of these men for one reason, one reason alone. How often does corporate America underpay players? How often does the man get away with underpaying us? How often are you tired of not getting your chickens? So then why are you mad at Lamar? Because his chickens happen to roll in the hundreds of millions dollar amount. Why are you mad at Aaron Rodgers? Because his chickens happen to roll in the $50 million a year amount. Why are you mad at them? So, then I come to my next question. Where should Lamar go? Because he said on Monday that he wants to break up with the Ravens. He was like, I'm sick of your shit, Gina. I'm out of here. Kind of hard. Because, like, my top three spots, two of them are already taken. Right. Because I initially thought that he should go to the Jets. Right. But they're investing in a 39-year-old, which makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to invest in the young guy, not the old guy. And then you got... I thought the Buccaneers would have been a good move, too, because the Bucks had Jameis Winston, who has dual threat just like Lamar, so they could bring their old 20 tons off. I really feel like that. I think my guest would really support you on I once on one show not that long ago I said the Cardinals 
should consider trading Kyler Murray in two first-round draft picks because Lamar is Kyler, slightly less accurate, slightly more taller, and but slightly a little slower. Kyler's actually faster than Lamar. Lamar's just a little taller, so he covers more ground by that factor. But Kyler's actually faster when you talk about 40 speed. I'm pretty sure of it. I'm almost, I mean, we got to talk post ACL now because of the tear, but prior to the tear, I'm pretty sure that Kyler Murray is faster than Lamar. And I was still saying, if the Bidwells didn't at least think about it, then you're not a good owner to me. You had, you had to at least think like, could we get him? What would we have to give up with Kyler to get him because of Kyler's contract? How could we make that happen without bankrupting our team to get one guy and then not having anyone for him to play with and put him in the same position as Baltimore. Because you have to think about that too. Why did he want out of Baltimore? Because they would never guys. First off, can we look at Baltimore's history? Baltimore is a bunch of cheapskates. Can we just say that? Can we just say that for five seconds? What if, what if Baltimore is just cheap? They wouldn't play. Think about it. They wouldn't pay Hollywood Brown. He went to Arizona, got his paper. That's their fault. That's their problem, man. If they're not going to pay, so, they're not going to win. So Lamar's like, you ain't fucking paying nobody to help me win. Every time somebody good gets here, they leave as soon as their fucking rookie contract's up. No one wants to sign here. And then he goes in and says, I want my guaranteed money. Deshaun Watson got 250 million or whatever they sell, 260, 250, 240 million guaranteed. I want that too. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't have the numbers right up in front of me. I apologize. But so Lamar saying, I want that too. And there's a lot of people out there that want him to eat crow on this. And I'm going like, but why should he have to eat crow on this? Why should he have to eat crow on an, on another team's mistake? There is a quarterback that I feel is not my caliber of quarterback as I am, as a human being, as I am, he ain't up to speed though. Right? So I want at least what that dude making in guaranteed money. Now I do think that Lamar, uh, per rumors. Now guys, no, Lamar ain't talking to nobody. So it ain't like Mr. Trey went out, got you a confirmation on this. Okay. Lamar ain't talking to nobody, but what I understand is, is that he is willing to take a less than guaranteed contract from someone else. Just not Baltimore. Wait, like he's willing to take less money from another team. Less guaranteed, as in, I don't necessarily need a guaranteed contract from you. I just demand then, a guaranteed contract from them. I mean, asked you, you wouldn't just do that. I would argue that it's now become a personal problem. Yeah, like he personally doesn't mess with, like there's something going on in that locker room. No, I think it's ownership. Ownership? Dude, they offered him $133 million Guaranteed Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Um, who was it all last year that got paid? I can hear that. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Um, uh, 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 oh, Gino just got paid too, but he ain't get he ain't gonna get the kind of money that is it all the twenty nineteen anyway. is it all the twenty nineteen rooks that are getting pretty paid much. Now? I think that's who's coming up in in this year's either is, last year or this year was this all year's the, coming up is the twenty twenty rooks. I know because Herbert well in twenty eighteen too because Lamar was a twenty eighteen draft pick and Kyler's a twenty nineteen draft pick and his would have been due up this year. But they, there are franchise tag stuff things that you can do. Yeah. Um, although. As you can see that when you get down too far, the problem is, is I think that Baltimore's cheap. They kick the can down the road too long and they got to a point where somebody fucked up and paid somebody so much money that it is now offensive to the Lamar camp to not give him at least something similar to that. I mean, that's all I'm reading from Lamar camp. You know, and you know, I follow everybody that's important. Adam Scheffner, all the guys that get the news first, right? <clears throat> the guys that have these guys' phone numbers and family phone number. Mom can call his mom and be like, hey, hey, what's going on with Mark? Level people. I follow all of them because one, they're not going to tell you something that he didn't tell them because their um, their reputation is too important, right? I, I know that as a newsie, that your reputation needs to remain more important than just trying to be cool or sounding great. You want to have the facts. Uh, that's why. <laughs> anyway, I'm just not going to. You know, I'm just not going to say what I want to say and just do this. <laughs> it's for all you folks that sh keep on sheeping on. Now, anyway, um, so 
when it comes to Lamar C4, let's put you in his shoes. This is called a, an exercise in understanding. You're 26 years old, so you got to think. I've already I've already went to college. Had a had an okay decent college career. Kind of got dunked on in the draft. Been in the league now what five six years now. Whatever they've because if they, they tagged him last year too, if I remember right, didn't pay him. And so no, last year I think no maybe say the maybe this is, was the first tag. I don't remember, but it's been so much going on with this, and it's been just kind of a circle jerk for years now. Where he keeps saying you need to pay me right. Um, so you're 26 years old, your team, everybody dunked on you. Um, you were the 32nd pick overall in the first round. So last pick overall, um, everybody dunked on you. This is why I don't agree with, by the way, if you don't pick that quarterback in the top 15, you should not be able to franchise tag him in the sixth year. I don't agree with that at all. Actually, I never have in the sixth or seventh year, even it's a quarterback thing because a quarterback can make or break a franchise, right? It's a quarterback thing. But I go, if you don't believe in him enough to take him in the top 15, you shouldn't be able to double franchise tag him and hold on to him for seven years of his, of his career and him not have a whole, whole lot of say in it. Right. Um, this, it, this wasn't Justin Herbert first round overall, where I would be actually be advocating on the side of the chargers, not Justin in most cases, because you were a number one pick overall, dude, or no, he wasn't number one that year, but he was a first round, like top five pick overall. You, you got to stay there for a while and try to help make that team better. Unless they want to trade you. you, you don't have no say so in your contract. You're a rookie. You're still on a rookie deal. But when I look at someone like, you know, um, that's a little older, um, and drafted later in the, in the draft, I'm going, he's not on his rookie deal anymore. He, I mean, he is, but it's not legit. You know what I'm saying? He's going to make like 30 something million, um, franchised, right. But he wants to make about roughly, roughly $50 million a year. Okay. So why don't you give him 50 million or $60 million a year, sign him to a three-year deal. If Lamar wants longer than tell him to come down on his price. I mean, there's gotta be a happy place. That's not in Baltimore. That's all I'm saying. Would you trade Mac Jones? Yes. The Patriots are another one of those teams that I would love to see Lamar on because they didn't do too bad with Cam. They missed the playoffs by one game and Cam sucks. So I couldn't imagine with the guy who actually is good. So hear me out. Cam's like seven years out of his prime. Cam can still throw and roll, but can you do that when there's a 20 fucking two year old kid who wants to rip your fucking face off chasing you and he's as fast as you? Can you do that still? No. That's the question, Cam. Let's be honest here, man. All right. Uh -oh. Yeah, that's gonna be you. That that's me. That's what goes off. That's you ever hear what I hear whenever I feel like I'm about to get sacked. Uh oh. <laughs> then I run. <laughs> I'm like, well. All right. So no, seriously, guys. Um, I just think that you have to consider that. But so here's another consideration as we, we get closer to the end of the show. Here's another consideration. Have you thought about Carolina trading the number one pick overall for a 26 year old proven? MVP of the league and just let whatever one of these, you know, three, two or three quarterbacks that Baltimore wants to go after become their problem. What do you say to that? Okay. So if I ask you the best quarterbacks in the league right now, first people that are going to pop up in your head are like Patrick Mahomes. That's Justin fair. Herbert. That's fair. Joe Burrow. Yep. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Josh Allen, they're all in the AFC. So I'm telling you right now, if you move that kid to the NFC, he becomes the best quarterback in that conference, even though he's not the best in the AFC. But that's because the AFC has so many good quarterbacks. But you genuinely have to ask yourself, who, where? Because it is a money problem. Um, it is a, 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 a cap issue. You know, like obviously if anyone could afford if so, I got another one, but hold on. If anyone could have, the problem is, is if anyone could just go get him, there'd be at least 10 teams standing outside the door of his house right now with a fucking represent, representative trying to talk to him. I guarantee it. I mean, am I wrong or am I right? So what's wrong? Cap space, money. You can't just go get who you want. And that's what makes sports beautiful is when you have a cap, a salary cap. It means that every team can only spend so much. So if you spend that much, 
and then you can't go afford that guy, that leaves that guy open for another team that might need him and has the money to buy him, right? So that's why the cap was instituted. It was to keep teams like teams back in the 80s and 70s and, and stuff were stacking players, sending their like 10 fucking lifetime contract, whatever, and stacking players because they could spend as much money as they could have. Well, teams who didn't have a huge, huge city or something, weren't maybe making as much money, didn't have a fair shot at it all. So that's why salary caps in sports were instituted. And I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't like them. You must be a fan of a team that's one of the top three grossing teams in that sport. Um, I'm not. And I don't, and I wouldn't be even if I was. And here's why. Because there's a part of sports that matters to me. That for something to be considered a quote-unquote S-P-O-R-T, it must be one or two or more thing, people, groups, teams, going head-to-head with an organized set of rules and standards that apply to all sides. It's a big difference. Making it equal. Making it equal. It's why I say that a guy beating the shit out of you in your in, in, in a parking lot of a bar, even though somebody might call it a fair fight, it's not a fair fight. You may not be in the same weight class. You may not be in the same drinking class. <laughs> One of you might be more wasted than the other. Um, there's a lot of things that could be, you know what I'm saying? So I just think that for sports to be integral, for them to have meaning, they have to have a fair point to them, a set of rules, a agreed upon competition, no matter how vicious, ruthless some of these sports are like MMA, right? There is still a standard, a set of rules. You cannot go in the octagon and intentionally kill a guy. They will try to stop you before you hurt him that bad because there's a set of rules. It's a fair fight, a fair competition. So when you think about the salary cap, it's a fair competition. So when that fair competition becomes part of Lamar's problem, where does it go? And I got an idea for boys. Who? Go to the Washington Commanders. Here's the deal. Dan Snyder's in a bunch of shit. He hates everybody in the NFL except himself. And so <clears throat> everybody wants him out of the league. There's already been two $6 billion bids put up. One of them, by the way, is uh, a comedian. I can't remember his name. The other one is an ownership group that includes the likes of Magic Johnson. But anyway. Um, the, oh, I heard the, the about Magic. Magic Johnson, yeah. And so um, you have a financial backer. You have a, an ownership group that two actually bid. So I'm sure that one of them will likely be the winning bid unless there's a third bid put in. Right. They'll consider all the bids. They'll be the winning bid. So if that happens pre-draft, there may be someone else making the decision. Now, here's the deal. Dan Snyder's not selling the team before the draft. Let me be very clear on that. There's a process, about 90 days minimum, I would assume, maybe even longer than that, that it will take. Now, would there or could there be a new group of owners in charge of the Washington Commanders by kickoff week one this fall? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But will there be a new owner in one, two, three, four weeks when the draft is? Fuck no. I don't think so. How many Super Bowls do they have right now? This last one was 57. No, I mean uh, the Commanders as a franchise. Don't they have like three uh, or four? I swear they have like two or three. I swear they only had one in like '89 with Doug um, with Doug Williams. I think was the quarterback. That's he's the first, he's the first black quarterback. He's the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Fun that's, fact. That's worth looking up. Um, this is where podcast me is my stat man, and he mm-hmm. has to do this horrible uh, work. So if you had a phone or a computer, I'd be like, look it up, then fool. Man, we all know what happened to that phone. We don't want to talk about what happened to that phone. May that phone rest in peace, and yes. I feel bad for you. Rest in peace is, apparently. Oh, well, that might be more, <laughs> adequate. Be more adequate to the situation for sure. Um, but, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, your phone is probably more like this. Hell. Phone purgatory. That's, that's what it's about. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, don't start over. Oh, now you're just... <laughs> So anyway, uh, we got to get ready to get out of here for the day. Um, At the end of the day, I think that don't expect, just like I said on Aaron Rodgers, don't expect Aaron Rodgers to move until July, uh, beginning of July, because the Packers would save a bunch of cap space and money if they wait to move him till then anyway. He doesn't show up to training camp anyhow, and when he does, he comes in looking like he came off of Con Air. So it's cool. 
you don't have to worry about him. He'll be there. Plus, he used to work with Nathaniel Hackett, so it's not like he has to relearn the offense. He just has to relearn some of his guys, get the timing down with the likes of Garrett Wilson and some of those other great players they have over there in the Jets. So I don't expect movement on that until July. Lamar, on the other hand, I would expect to potentially see maybe somebody trade for him during the draft. That is a very strong possibility. Um, that somebody just trades for him during the draft. He requested a trade. Somebody's going to trade for him. They're going to pay. They're going to bring over his contract. Um, they're going to require that he sign his tenure to get there. And then they're going to work out a deal. Um, I think that a lot of people are scared of Lamar because they're worried that he won't play unless he gets his way, you know, my way or I don't play. And so they don't want him unless they have a deal in place. And I think that that's a big problem that they have to address and deal with as well. So there's a lot of real business world issues behind Lamar moving. Where is he going to move? But I do agree with you. And I think you said the best thing in this whole show, C4, the, uh, the few things you did say, one of the best things you said during the show was Baltimore loses no matter what. And I have agreed with that since monday i thought maybe they could get out of here with a dubs a dubski if um he signed a deal with somebody and then they got the two first round picks over and all that but now i'm like he could get out of there and if you guys do a trade you may actually get less for him because now now if they do a trade that does open the door for other teams because then the trade becomes not for lamar's new contract it only becomes for lamar's signed tenure of the um franchise tag of 30 some like 36 37 million something like that or whatever it is 32 million 35 million it's in the 30 millions range right either way and so um if lamar signs that tenure then whoever trades for him would only actually be you know financially obligated to to give him that amount of money so i'd imagine that lamar's not going to side that sign that tenure which is the only way the trade's going to happen unless he knows the other team is going to give him something he wants already because that's usually how it goes down i've seen way too many nfl contracts i've debated them with many friends over pub bar beers and also on shows and i'm just telling you that's probably the way it's gonna go <laughs> why do you look starstruck <laughs> because uh why are they even trying lamar right now why he's he's young you know i agree you just You're have not to... gonna win that battle you can't win that battle it's no because it, even on the ecklers ecklers with the chargers the chargers are winning that one because he's old He's an older player. Well, and the running back market's weak. The running back market's also very manipulated. The team is going to win against the running back nine times out of ten. Oh, yeah. The That's why Saquon didn't get his deal and Denny Dimes did. And <laughs> Saquon got franchise tagged. And I promise you, he may not be happy about it. But is look, he gone? Bro, Is he going to go? After no, they franchise tagged him. So I think what they want to do is work him a deal mm-hmm. next year when they have a little bit more room and Denny Dimes' contract is in play. But, yeah. So I just want to thank everybody from – um, and uh, by the way, what's up to Pee Wee? Just check it in real quick. Sick Tees, Hollaback, uh, D- uh, Denko, uh, down in Pueblo, Dispensary, Extractions. What what actually had a good extraction moment before we started the show on that Danko. Shout out to Danko too. Uh, and thanks for being just my friend. I had really enjoyed coming by and say hi to you and your wife. And I I, I was telling Cammy, I, I was cracking up when, when, uh, when, when girl Jamie saw you and she was like, oh my God, is that Poppy? Because last time she probably saw him face to face, she still was taller than him. And now he looks down at her like, what's up, little lady? <laughs> it was a great time this weekend. Uh, thanks for joining the show, Pop. You have literally, sorry, C4, you have literally been here um, with me through everything. Your your brothers and sisters were never really uh, into, you know, hanging out with me like that much like you do. And so I've always made the joke that, like, football and this this thing that got me into radio and all this has really been our kind of thing you know, from the jump street. So I'm really thankful that you did, you know, come and join me on the show today, even though you didn't want to be on camera, um, which is fine. But I did thank you for, uh, I did want to say thank you for coming on the show today and, and, and joining the show today. I really appreciate you, bud. Um, I really appreciate our guests that have stopped by today. Chris Watkins from Michigan. Um, we had, of course, um, let me just give a shout out to some of these fans that checked in. They didn't necessarily want to say anything, but we had um, uh, the NEG, uh, the NEG, check-in we had a uh, zuzi check-in we had crazy lady check-in we had paul g check-in shout out to all those folks that checked in on the show today we really really appreciate you showing us some love shout out to Wee. shout out to uh jamie from rebel hair art shout out to of course sam from sam's creations we gotta get out of here for the day say bye c4 Later. we're gonna get out of here love peace chicken grease your mama loves us so you should too i'm out now it's time for two birds and one now it's now it's time for two birds and one stoner with me mr trey that feel good show to get you going
in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we spoke me. We're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Dude. Mind, you could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt. It's fuck the whole universe. I'm not we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Success. 